the Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. So, uh, coming up, we will talk about dealing with doubters. I'm going to leave it at that. Dealing with doubters. And Sounds good. You'll know what I'm talking about when we get around to it. I hope. And if you don't, well, that's on you. <laughs> now, we got blasted by our listeners oh, that God. there was way too much ping pong summer talk. Really? On the last podcast. People upset because I kept saying there was nothing whatsoever. It was the whatsoever redeeming <laughs> in that movie. Comments like, oh, you're just hating on it to hate on it. No shit, Columbo. <laughs> I mean, come on. A lot of people said that I don't even give ping pong summer a chance. Uh, now you listen and listen good, fuck face. <laughs> I am the king of giving movies a chance. I like Problem Child 1, 2, Ooh. and 3. Ooh. I like the Martin Short movie, Clifford. Oh, my God. I'm the only one who likes the Martin Short movie, Clifford. Martin Short doesn't even like it. What about That's My Boy with Adam oh, Sandler? Jesus. I have a laundry list, <laughs> so don't tell me you don't give a shit. I do give shit. I literally give shit a chance. <laughs> Think about that. I don't want to. One more item I have to talk about. My voice cracked. <laughs> we will not be editing. One more item, Peter Brady. My Chipotle incident won't go away. <laughs> it really won't. I don't know. It's fun. Our listeners aren't backing down about being pissed that I called a teenage girl a bitch. Mm -hmm. Actually, I called her a bitch on wheels, but I digress. So okay. what happened was a young woman who had left the Chipotle restaurant came all the way back from the parking lot to open the door for me as I was entering Chipotle. Like I was some dilapidated sack of shit that couldn't fend for myself. Well, okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> Now, I didn't think I looked like a blundering, helpless, hard luck guy. Now, I'm certainly helpless about many things, but <laughs> I think I can manage opening a fucking door all by my lonesome, and I'm going to stand by what I said. That took effort for her to go all the way back from her car that was in the parking lot all the way back to the door. Well, you know, it for now you. that you put it that way, it was nice of that bitch <laughs> to do that <laughs> for me. But, uh, yeah, it wouldn't go away. It was like, wow, man, mm. let it go. So what? I think I'm right because I personally, I was so pissed about that. I was seeing red. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't say anything to her. Like, Neither I was shocked. Can I. <laughs> I was Usually, shocked. You can't help yourself. And I was like, wow, really? <laughs> That's what I should have said. 
I should have just, well, I can't grab on her, but no, <laughs> no, around. hey, you really frowned upon. See what happened to the good old days when you could just grab <laughs> could kids, gra- grab, shake them, random you know, what the girls. hell, man, what's going on in this world? <laughs> All right, go to radioactive. No, don't go to that. <laughs> oh my God. The bad podcast, the evil podcast. We'll get to Why that. Did you start that. I don't know. It's just easier to oh, say, man. Go to makemydamnmovie.com. Yes. And you can go to the contact page if you would like to send us a message. And that's what we're going to do right about <laughs> Fill in time? Well, I'm trying to. <laughs> What's going on? End when the song ends. Oh. Or the, is, is that a song? The stinger, whatever the you stinger, call it. The stinger, yes. But it's kind of like when we did the. Oh, um, no. <laughs> But there's nothing really to say here. Uh-uh. So you have to drag it out. So we're going to read messages that our listeners have sent in from the thing. Oh, oh okay. way too late. Yeah, it wasn't very good. All right, here's messages from MakeMyDamnMovie.com. Episode 87. Can you believe that? Holy shit. Can you believe that? Uh-uh. What the hell's wrong with us? Crazy. Bradley, West Palm Beach, Florida. You guys were all over the road in episode number 86 with your discussion about how you look at movies now that you know what goes into writing them. Love the podcast, but that one was a bit off. Aren't they all a bit off? Just a tad. Mindy, Los Angeles, California. That was a great subject to cover about how one watches movies once he or she delves into writing them. A screenwriter views films very differently once that happens. Yep. That's for sure. Fucks everything up. Ruins for sure. everything. Scott, Bedford, Pennsylvania. Hey, Mark and Tom, what happened to posting another episode of your other podcast, <laughs> Radioactive Rant, like you said you were going to do? <laughs> Liars. When I went to download it, it wasn't available. What gives? <laughs> the podcast no, sucks. That's what, what gives? gives. We got to figure out what to do with that damn thing or just dump it. <laughs> I might. You're going to let it die? I might post it. Okay. We have one in the can. Yeah. But it's, it's already been it's recorded just two months ago. Awful. Fuck that shit. It's terrible. I don't like it. It's got a lot of... Uh, uh, don't they all? What's wrong with that? Uh, I could listen something. to a whole podcast just of the fuck box. The fuck box. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. There you go. All right. Where were we? Uh-huh. Who do we do the last thing with this stuff? Uh, (laughs) Forest, Winnipeg, Canada. I've been writing screenplays for over 10 years and have completed 12 scripts and haven't had one produced. Mm. When Mm. do you stop? Is it time to throw in the towel? Only if you feel like quitting. Right. Right? I think with me, I'm going to dump out when I think I'm too old. Uh-huh. Which could be now, since I've noticed of late, all of my conversations have been about compression socks uh-huh. and the weather. So and, that's disturbing. And we were talking about your grabber. Thing. And I have a grabber. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to dump out. <laughs> James, <laughs> Battle Creek, Michigan. Ugh. <laughs> I like when listeners send messages about how much they dislike Mark. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Always a treat. Paula, Austin, Texas. Make My Damn Movie is quite funny. In my spare time, I strictly write comedies, and that's what you guys mostly talk about. Yeah. Mostly. Mostly. My quick wit defines me, not only in writing, but also in my everyday life. 
I go on tons of dates with totally hot guys from work because of my sharp sense of humor. Mm. Well, it's nice that the office mattress checked in with us. Little fool of yourself there. I like her. What was her name? It doesn't matter. <laughs> He couldn't be bothered by turning the page over. Too much work. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. You ready? Uh-huh. The patented. I'm tired. Yeah. And speaking of tired, tired. it's the movie quotes game where I read a movie quote. You tell me what movie is wrong. See, I could probably time that out better. Yeah. The opening to that. A little bit. It's where more of a I song. finish speaking mm-hmm. when the song ends. Uh, it would be, hey, everybody, what's happening? It's the movie quotes game, where I read a movie quote, and you tell me what movie it's from. It's the movie quotes game on the thing. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Sucks! Here's your first one. This sticker is dangerous and inconvenient, but I do love Fig Newtons. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. God. Ricky Bobby. Ah. Will Ferrell. Talladega Nights. I cannot believe you didn't get Talladega Nights. Oh, well. Moving on to number two. Out of a three, he is the sweetest guy. Have you ever looked into his eyes? It was like the first time I heard the Beatles. <laughs> This is a movie you always choose. Okay. Uh, Super bad. (laughs) No. (laughs) Just guess. Okay. You don't get a clap, though. That was Seth Jonah Hill in Super mm, Thing. Okay. (laughs) Super bad. Here's your third out of three. As we sit here and idly chat, there are women. Female human beings rolling around in strange beds with strange men. And we are making money from that. You had better. Oh, no, I know get this quote. That's why. What the fuck? Oh, man. Really? My brain is broken. Really? What the? I will give you the character's name. All right. This might help. I'm so disappointed. Me too. Chuck Lumley. Henry Winkler played Chuck Lumley. Uh, Night uh, shifts, man. Damn it. You and I are the only ones that have ever seen that movie. That's really disappointing, man. Very. (laughs) That is an underrated. I was thinking of underrated films, and that's one. That definitely is one. Okay. Now we're going to move on to the old TV trivia cards. From an old trivial pursuit game old. that I found in my garage, but without the game. Yeah. I don't think I've mentioned that enough times. Never. Here's your first one. Who portrayed Joe Friday on Dragnet? Bill Barr. Jack Webb. You didn't Jack know that? Jack Webb. This was an interesting one. The Andy Griffith Show 
was spun off from what show? What? Yeah. It wasn't spun off by anything. Yes, it was. Uh, Green Acres. <laughs> the Danny Thomas Show. The Danny Thomas Show. Very interesting. That? No? Oh. Marlo Thomas's That Girl's Dad. Oh, I remember that girl. And we've vaguely. talked about Marlo Thomas several times. Yes, in your time Running the into the bathroom. Yes. Figuratively right. with her as a young boy. Here's your next one. What was the name of the car in the Green Hornet? Stinger? The Black Beauty. Ah, the Black Beauty. Christine. And your last one. Okay. Who played the role of John Boy on The Waltons? Robert Redford. No, it was Richard Thomas. <laughs> oh, him. Who did that? Damn. You don't know that? No. I had to look too. <laughs> I thought I knew, but I don't know. <laughs> it's now time for the Make My Damn Movie Stat Picks, where we attempt to force you to watch movies that we like. Plus, you can go to makemydamnmovie.com to see our list of staff picks. Just go to the staff picks page on the stupid website. And you can see the stupid movies. Now, this time around, we're going to recommend summer movies. Yes. And I'm very afraid that you and I are going to pick the same one. I highly doubt it. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Because I chose two just in case. Because you always go first. So we'll continue that. And you go first. Go ahead. Oh. What you got? Our favorite summer movies. Stand by me, 1986. That's a good one. Directed by Terry Gilliam. Gilliam. Yep, yep. Starring Will Wheaton, River mm-hmm. Phoenix, Corey Feldman, mm-hmm. Jerry O'Connell, mm-hmm. and Kiefer Sutherland, who scared the shit out of me as yeah. a little kid. Still, to this yeah. day, what are you talking about? He's still scary, even though I tower over him yeah, in no. real life. Anyway, after learning that a kid has been accidentally hit and killed by a train... Near their homes, four boys decide to go see the body. Why? Because they're kids. Yeah. On the way, Gordy Lachance, played by Will Wheaton, Vern Tessio, played by Jerry O'Connell, Chris Chambers, played by River Phoenix, and Teddy Duchamp? I don't know. I don't know. Don't remember. Played by Corey Feldman, encounter a mean junk man. Remember? Oh, yeah. Sick balls. Of course. Scary dog. And a marsh full of leeches. Yeah. As they also learn more about one another and their very different home lives. Big time. Just a lark at first, the boys' adventure evolves into a defining event in their lives. Classic, uh, you know, coming-of-age film. It is. It's very good. And it's rated R, which I love. Yes. There's cursing. There's all the boy stuff. They like the curse. It's good. There's guns in it. And uh, Stephen King actually regards this as the best screen adaptation of any of his books, even better than Shawshank. So this rang true with me later on in life. I was about 14 when I went back to Arizona to visit some relatives of mine. Yeah. And my friends still lived in the same town, same little area. And we decided to go to the local grocery store, pick up, you know, whatever we wanted, a bunch of junk. Yep. And we were coming back and we see like four or five people gathered around this abandoned lot. Yeah. 
We're like, what the hell's going on over there? I go walk over there. And the lady at the head of the group said, get those boys out of here. They don't need to see this. And of course, we're like, what? What is it? What don't we need to see? Yeah. We look and there's a dead homeless man who had passed away of uh, just heat stroke or something. And you're 14. Yeah. Did you see him? Oh, yeah. It haunts my memories to this day. Well, I'm glad you brought that happy scene up. So, yeah. That does remind you of that movie. Stand by me. Stand by me. So there's your summer movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was... (laughs) (laughs) My summer movie is Caddyshack from 1980, starring... Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, Rodney Dangerfield, Ted Knight, Brian Doyle Murray, Michael O'Keefe, and Cindy Morgan, who was not shy about her body. No, not at all. Now, (laughs) I do not need to tell you what Caddyshack is about. If you don't know, then you're dead to me. End of story. The screenplay changed dramatically, though, during shooting when writers Brian Doyle Murray, Doug Kenny, and Harold Ramis, also the director figured out they had mega talent all together on the set. So they did a frantic rewrite right there. Mm -hmm. Apparently, when you have Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, Ted Knight, and Rodney Dangerfield all at your disposal, and in the early 80s, you take (laughs) advantage of it. Yeah. And they did. It went from a story strictly about a bunch of teenage caddies at a snobby country club to a very well-crafted comedy about the goings-on with the members and staff at said country club with some caddy shit mixed in. Yeah. Brilliant. One of the best comedies ever made, Caddyshack. Check it out. That is a great one. Yeah. I'll tell you what my other one was. uh, Yeah. I'll tell you what mine was. What? It was Point Break. That's a good one. Keanu Reeves. My other one was Wet Hot American Summer, but Ah, I got to tell you, I'm about done with that movie. Yeah, I can only watch it so many times, and then it's like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, I don't know, man. It's weird. But yeah, I was not going to pick Caddyshack because I knew it would be yours. (laughs) And I ended up watching it over the weekend, and I'm just like, I just love that movie. There's a great extra on that DVD Mm -hmm. about the making of. Uh, I highly su- there's a title to it. I don't remember what it is, but I highly suggest finding it and watching it. It's very interesting. I own the DVD. It's on I there. don't know if I'll I've ever watched there. it. It's on there, but you would. Okay, so today we are going to discuss something that is very, very important to writers. Mm-hmm. Yay! Dealing with doubters, naysayers. Yeah. Having a true support system is essential when writing spec scripts. It really is because it's a daunting task in and of itself. But to have someone in your corner that's not constantly rolling their eyes about (laughs) you writing screenplays, it's imperative to the process. It really is. It's a tough business. And that, my friends, is why I strongly suggest simply not blabbing your biznack to just anyone. No. Actually, anyone at all, but that's hard not to do. Well, you have to have that support system, so... Well, it's hard not to blab it to someone, especially when someone of note contacts you about a story you've written. Yeah, you kind of want to brag. Yeah, because it's exciting. But it's, in reality, pretty much nobody's buying it. That's what happens. Okay? I've learned this. And I don't tell people. I, I just don't. I really don't. But we'll get into that in a minute. 
they'll nod their head and act interested. But the second <laughs> you're out of earshot, they'll be calling you a big fat liar. Yeah, it's true. And if you decide like an idiot to share your situation with others, you'll immediately know who's genuinely excited and who's genuinely supportive. Mm-hmm. You do know. And then someone who's genuinely full of shit. Because for the most part, people don't want anyone but themselves to succeed. I'm that <laughs> way. <true. laughs> Believe me, I don't want anyone to succeed. I don't even want anyone to semi succeed. Wow. You following me? I just want them to fail and fail miserably <laughs> because that's what sorry suck I am. <sighs> but I am blessed to have a very strong support group. It's a small one, but that's by design. See, I'm smart. Yeah. I don't just run my mouth like a lot of people do. Now, my wife, Brenda, is amazing. She's supportive and encouraging. The perfect person to have on my side. And I was wondering in the beginning, what is she going to think about this? Mm. I'm just like, hey, I'm going to write screenplays. Oh, and she, oh, that's nice. And me, me, me. Uh-uh, no way. Number one support. Number you one. thought she would just pat you on the head I kind of did. that's nice. Yeah, but no, no, no. And listen, there's a lot of spouses out there that are not supportive mm. at all. They're critical. Uh-huh. You know, what are you doing? They don't have the patience, which is what you have to have when you're delving into writing screenplays. Yeah. Shit that takes, you know, 10 years to go anywhere now, or not at all. Tom, you yeah. are unbelievably supportive. And I, I thank you, which mm. I don't do enough because, again, Finding people that actually believe you, believe in you, believe what you're doing, Mm -hmm. it's impossible almost. And you know what? On some levels, I kind of don't blame people because if someone walked up to me that I've known (laughs) and said, hey, I've written a couple of screenplays and I'm talking to some producers, I'd probably go, oh, that's great. And turn around and go, what a fucking idiot, (laughs) moron, lying sack of shit. My niece, Olivia, is supportive. At least I think she still is. Your third favorite niece. Exactly. She might have to go up the totem pole. Yeah. Nah, third. (laughs) Now, a couple of me and Brenda's friends are also pretty damn encouraging as well. Others, though, I know, roll their eyes the second they get a chance. Yeah. Like, in the beginning, they will say, and again, I don't tell a lot of people, but a couple of little people here and there, you know, Brenda, like, I'd like to tell someone. I'm like, whatever. Just don't tell mega details. Yeah. No names. Don't get into the weeds. But they're like in the beginning. Oh, that's cool. It's exciting. Yeah. I think people should just zip it when it comes to this stuff. Keep your mouth shut because in the end, no one really cares. And they think you're blowing smoke. They'll ask, oh, how's it going? Has it been produced yet? Exactly. It's only been a couple of weeks. Well, let's get into that. Hang on. You know, if you do go out on a limb and tell people about what's happening with your writing, I found that initially they are pretty interested. Right. Initially. But after weeks and months pass, they tend to become non-believers and think of you as being full of shit. Uh Right? Because, you know, why would it take more than a few weeks to get a script optioned, (laughs) developed, and produced? I mean, really? How hard can that be? They're making movies, you know, every single day. So you quickly get to know the people that are willing to stick with you versus the folks that think you're a fraud. Mm -hmm. And that's what they think. Of course. And in my case, I really don't care. (laughs) I don't tell many people. Yeah. The podcast is a different story. 
Well, we've you know, got other people out there that right. are uh, trying to do the same thing. What I'm talking about is your family, your friends, you know, people that should back you up, but most times don't. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of sad because I have come across quite a few people that have found out about this little venture yeah. that I'm on. And they're like, that's great. But again, weeks, months, they don't understand. It can take years to get something done and done right. Right. Okay. Don't want to half-ass it. I didn't sit down and write all these screenplays just to have them kind of half-assed. Right. I want them produced correctly by the right people. I mean, maybe I'm asking for too much. But see, I'm at the point where that's where I want to be. I don't really care if it's just like, okay, it doesn't happen. Or they ask, like it to. why don't you make it yourself? Because uh, I don't have a million dollars laying around. You got to think about who you're telling this stuff to. Mm-hmm. You really do. If you do it all. Yeah. Because you don't want that negative. Yeah. Because in the beginning, it was just like, man, I don't want to tell anyone any of this because I know myself because I'm such a dickhole <laughs> that I would be like, fuck you. You're stupid. That's not happening. You're a line sack of shit. But again, if someone calls me a line sack of shit, I really don't care. It yeah. doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. He's been called worse. Of course I have. But I think that you really got to kind of watch who you're telling stuff to. You really do. You know, if anyone, I really think it's better just to keep it to yourself and then bam, if it happens. It's then, there. Yeah. Then you boom, can really lord it over their heads. Yeah. What I'm kind of looking forward to, and I think one of these will be made eventually mm-hmm. because they're in the hands of people. But I think it'll be great when it is made. One of these screenplays is made that I've written. Mm-hmm. So then I can just shove it in their fucking faces and I will. Oh my gosh. Heaven help those motherfuckers. I mean, really, they are in for a world of fucking hurt. Watch out people. Oh, no way. Am I going to let that pass? Cause I know, I know exactly the people uh, that yeah. know about this yeah. that are like to my face, nodding, grinning <laughs> and like, turning their uh-huh. head. What a fucking idiot. Sure. I mean, they call me a fucking idiot for a lot of other reasons as well, <laughs> but that's another story. Let's not get into that. No, you don't want to hear about that stuff. But anyway, there you go. So did that make sense? All of that? Yeah. I wanted to bring that up because there's a lot of people out there that are going through the exact same thing. Well, it's a lonely business, so you need some sort of support system. Yeah, so it's nice to have somebody, but it really sucks. And I've read and I've talked to people that are like doing this and they don't have that support system from a spouse or a good friend. Uh, Or It's like, wow, really? Yeah, that's... that's (laughs) Now, my radio friends, or Uh, well, my radio acquaintances... (laughs) Because you don't have any friends in radio. those idiots... (laughs) I know what they would think. I have one. Oh, God. I have one. Ah, yes. The guy that does our voices. Right. Jeff. Jeff Doc Holliday. He knows. And he knows. And he's very supportive. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't have any doubt in his mind. So it's people like that you want on your team. Right. But believe me and people out there in podcast land know those are few and far between those people. Definitely. They really, truly are. That's my spiel. And I think I'm going to stick to it. You should. Yeah. Don't deviate. I'm not going to deviate because I really think you have to have that support system. And if you don't, well, you're just a sorry suck. (laughs) And I feel really bad for you. And you should give it up. 
You should uh, stop writing screenplays and go do something else. I got to get people out of my way. They're muddying the water. Too many people are writing screenplays. Just shove them aside. So, again, you don't have a support system. You'll <laughs> never have it. So you need to give it up and move on. Okay? Don't be that. Don't be that. Just give it up. Paint. Yeah. You know, go paint. At least you have something tangible someone can that's see. That's true. And they can go, oh, that's pretty. They'll still turn around and say, that sucks bad. Yeah. That'd that be sucks awful hard. artwork, too. Okay. Are we done? I think so. Okay, good. I'm glad because I have nothing <laughs> more to say. And you can go to makemydamnmovie.com and check out whatever the hell's on there. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Bye. Bye.